anyway, the, the doctor came back and he did say that it was infected and um, that I'd need to be on eight tablets a week. Oh, God, will I? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17-8 podcast, who are we sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands. So for any companies out there that need a brand new logo or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB. ACDMB will not let you down. They will. We love them. They will transform your company. I promise. Just get in touch with ACDMB. Thank you, as always, to them for sponsoring us on the podcast with the fanzine. Lots of love to ACDMB. This is a post-mortem, um, an emergency podcast of sorts. We did initially say we were going to record the Wakefield match review on Monday, which is tomorrow as we record this, but things have developed and we just felt it was necessary to have what is, coincidentally, only our second ever emergency podcast. And coincidentally, the first one was when we signed, when we announced Rowan Smith. Joining me as always, my right-hand man, my co-host, but he is our amazing stats man. Statman Reese. I'm a stat. Reese. Statman Reese, how dare I ask how are <laughs> you? Uh despondent. Good word. Um I think is the if I one word answer. Yeah, yeah. Not great. Happened. Not great. Um, we've no, this is officially quote unquote the match review panel for Wakefield versus Leeds. We will come to that, but we are going to address the elephant in the room. There is an enormous elephant in the room, there is an enormous cloud, thunder cloud, a storm, a tropical storm over LS6, over Headingley. So, we are just going to jump straight into that. Um, who's with us today? Statman Reese. It's uh, Laurie, who has done a Twitter poll already in advance of the first section of uh, this podcast. Laurie, you're looking about how much, how great I feel. <laughs> I said last week, I left the ground last week. And sorry, I'm going on to rant mode already. I said to, I <laughs> just do it, just grab it. I said to my mates I was with last week, I went, we are going to lose against Wakefield. So that's this week's podcast, everybody. Yeah, literally, <laughs> we are going to lose. <laughs> right. So the elephant in the room is: is this the end of the Church of Rowan, as we have called it on this pod? And is it the end of Rowan Smith's? career as head coach of Leeds. Let, let, let's put it this way, because I've got two questions. Sorry, Reese. I've got so my, my two questions, we'll do it in parts. We do want everybody to engage with us in the live chat. This is, you may be listening back to this on Spotify or iTunes, but we do record these podcasts live on YouTube. We do have people in our YouTube live chat now, so please do kind of play along with us in the live chat. We'll read them out as we go. So my first question, I'll go to Laurie first and then Reese. Will Rowan Smith be sacked, Laurie? Not this week, 
But if we lose right. against Huddersfield, yes. Reese, will Rowan Smith be sacked? I, 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 I it's a strange question, actually, because it's because it is if I want him to be sacked or will he be sacked? No, no, no. Sorry, there are different no, elements sorry. to this. Will Will lead <laughs> Rhinos? Will Gary Harrington? Will the people in chat? Will they sack Rowan Smith off the back of this defeat? I don't think they will. I don't, I think I I think like Laurie, he's got a two week window. Um, I I think they might give him another game. Personally. I think Roland Smith is going to be sacked. I think tomorrow morning, this evening, tomorrow evening, whenever, I think Lee Rhinos will fire Roland Smith. So the second question, we just lost Laurie, by the way. I'm sure he'll come back. The second question then, Reese: should Roland Smith be sacked? Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think... I think, yeah, to be honest. And I, I'm just, I'm really, you know what? I'm absolutely gutted and disappointed to have to say yes to that question. Because, and I think he did earn a lot of good credit and a lot of goodwill in the bank from going up to this, the grand final last year. That goodwill has sat within me and I've I've been quite happy to support him when others, when others haven't. And, you know, w- without not having the captain and some of the squad selection with Sam, potentially Sam Walters leaving and stuff like that. Um and I've been asking a question all this time when people have been saying Rowan out, who to replace. But the the momentum decline that we are currently undergoing at the moment has to stop. It can't, I, I can't, it, it's got so low at the moment, but it has to stop. And at the moment, I'm not confident that Rowan can stop that slide. If in fact, I only think it's going one way. I haven't seen anything today that has convinced me. And we were the game together. Not at no point in that game was I confident we we're going to go for it. So I think the reason why I would be saying yes to sack him is I just don't think he has the ability to stop this rut. Laurie's back with us. Uh, Laurie, the second question. So the first question was, will Rowan Smith be sacked? The second question, Laurie, should Rowan Smith be sacked in your opinion? If I'm kind of agreeing with Reese here, I do think the decline of where we say, for instance, last August, July, August last year to where we are now, the decline is horrendous. And if you're basing it on performance wise, if you think about where we should be going and where we are now, we're nowhere near. We are nowhere near. We got beat today by a team who are absolutely terrible. Let's be brutally honest. I agree. They were terrible. Um, if if Rowan were to be sacked, would you feel, Reese, that that's kind of pressing a hard reset? Did, did we not do this last year with Agar? I suppose my question is, let me rephrase that, sorry. Are we in a worse position now than we were with Richard Agar last year? It's around a similar time Rowan came in and saved our season, let's be honest. Could another coach do that? Do you think we're in a worse position now in terms of the squad and performances? I, I had a similar feeling today under the final few games of Agar where I had a season ticket and because I had a season ticket, I kind of just, I had to go to games when in reality, I wasn't looking forward to it. You know, I was driving to the game with my dad and this was just before Agar got sacked. Um, and I was driving to the game with my dad and I'm a bit like, I'm not really looking forward to this. Like, And to be honest, part of that 
was me today going to the game as well was I wasn't really looking forward to going because I could see a defeat on the horizon. So is it another reset if we do? It is, but the reset needs to the club needs to be in the best position possible for this off season. It's not often that we as a club have that amount of cap space and that many levers and that opportunity to reshape a squad. And if you haven't got the people in the right place at the right time, we're not gonna we're gonna we're gonna be resetting again in a year's time. So if they if they're not confident and if Wien's fans aren't confident that he's the right man to lead that overhaul in the off season, then yes, press for the reset press the reset button before we get there. Laurie? Just a quick point just a quick point to back you up here. Last this this point last season, we had one point less than what we have now, and we've now played one more game. So if you look at how many points we've got now compared to last year, we're in the exact same position league-wise. And yet, what we, what we're doing, like we've got this, we you know we came into this season looking quietly positive, thinking we could do all right this season. And look at us now, we've we've gone so far backwards in six seven months. It's embarrassing. And yes, it can be down. Oh, I know I saw somebody mentioned message me going, yeah, but we've got no pl- you know players are injured, this that and the other. But this is a squad who we should have moved on from going. Oh, we've got injuries. We should have depth. You know, you you look at. We're losing you there, Laurie. Sorry, my connection's terrible. So I mean, sorry, my we, connection's awful. I don't know what's going on with my laptop, but you, you were talking about there. But like, I mean, Wakefield had ten players missing today. They didn't have Mason Lino. They've not had Luke Gale. Exactly. They've not had Luke Gale all the season. You know, we had seven players out. But look, you look in those two team sheets. Um, when I was up in the in the gantry with BBC Radio Leeds, just to drop that one in there. Um, you know, I was looking at the team sheets and going, there, there isn't a player in that Wakefield team that I would want ahead of the Leeds player in that position. And and I know there's an argument, and quite a few people in the comments are saying, you know, it also comes down to the players. Like who who's responsible for the players dropping the ball on the pitch? Who's responsible for Blake kicking the ball out on the full and the goal line dropout? Is that the coach? Is that the players? I suppose the next question is. Has he lost them? Because to me, I, I know the injuries have been mentioned there and the injuries were mentioned last week. I, I, before before I continue, I should say they, they, we need an explicit content warning here for profanity. I should have said that at the top of the show, but I forgot because I am going to swear and I'm sure Reese and Laurie are and I can't keep saying, cover your ears, George. So cover your ears, George, for the rest of the show. I mean, the injuries that we had at Cass and today... I, I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't, I don't give a shit because the two teams we had out should have won these two games. Now, to me, the effort we, sh- we, we saw against Saints at home and all the attitude, where we haven't seen an ounce of that in these two games that we should have won. We should have beat Castleford when we were 10 points up and we fucking blew it, completely blew it. The asses completely fell out and it was pathetic. It was absolutely pathetic. Now, I'm talking about Magic Weekend here. Not today, not Wakefield. And today, just disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Wakefield get a man sent off and we'll come on to that because it was a red card. But 
against, am I right, we're saying that Wakefield average a, tr- a fucking try at w- one for today, try the, the average a try a game. I'm, f- I'm absolutely fucking four. appalled here that we lose against a team with 12 men who average one fucking try a game and they don't have any fucking halfbacks. Last they don't have week. Any you look at last week with 20 minutes to go, even though we were leading, you could tell we were going to lose. You could sell it. You could see it from a mile off. And you should, we should be doing that. Again, I mean, that would cast last week. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there today. I listened. But you can't be getting beat by Wakefield. You cannot be getting beat. You, just, you, 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 can, you can be if you don't want it and you don't yeah, deserve yeah, I get, it. Yeah. Wakefield absolutely wanted it way more than us. They had no halfback at partnership. And give them credit, they actually looked good in attack. They had attacking structure. There was dummy runners. Even when we were... In the game at heart, in the game sounds pathetic against Wakefield. But when we were in the game, we were just doing one up running. The only reason we scored tries today was individual bits of brilliance and people making line breaks. You know, Austin's trying the second half. But Wakefield's came from a proper attacking structure with no halfbacks. Now, attacking structure is coaching. That set plays, those that how we play, that is coaching. Injuries. Everyone has injuries. All the teams will have injuries in a year. But what, where you choose to play those players is a coach's decision. Yeah. And I would hope you'd have learned from that mistake at Cass. This was a perfect game to give Luke Hooley a chance. Absolutely. You know, and, I mean, where's you know, Jack Sinfield? And again, an argument for Jack as well. You know, if you really want Milo in there, play Luke Hooley. If you're not quite sure about, um, if you're happy with Jack, then put Milo at fullback and uh, and let Sinfield play in the halves. But not having your best attacking threat in his best position. I mean, Nene had a, probably his first terrible game for us today before he went off his HIA. To be um, fair, they, to, and you, you're right, Nene, they all had a bad game, really. I think the only person who can really say they took something from that game is Leon Ruan on his debut with his track. I'm going to give Donaldson well. to that as well, because Donaldson was... The, but yeah. again, when we went... A try down towards the end. No one, no attitude from that Saints game, like you say. In that Saints game, if we'd have got a try it's down, a you know, everyone would have been off the line straight away in defence to get that ball back. There was none of that. If Rowan Smith, play. if Rowan Smith is in charge, or for that matter, whoever is in charge for the Huddersfield game, these changes that we've kind of briefly touched on, they must happen. They must. We the players that have played the pre the previous two games. You know, some of those need dropping where we can. So Luke Hooley has to he has to play a fullback against Huddersfield. Ash Hanley has to go back to the wing. Probably more likely now with Nene uh, going off concussed. We have to see Jackson Field. We don't know if Jack's recovering from an injury or illness. We don't know what happened. We just know he wasn't in that team. These changes must take place. They have to take place. We can't continue with the same team, whether it's Rowan in charge or another coach. I mean, the, my, my biggest concern is is the salary cap for next year because we've potentially got, I'm probably got, I don't know if Austin's going to get another year, but let's say we've got four overseas quarter spots available and two potential two free market, I'm not sure. This needs managing because if this gets mismanaged again, it's going to take another couple of years to, to put it right. Is is this something that we can trust Rowan and Gary Etherington and whoever involved? Can we still trust these people, do you think, Lauren? Well, we're always going back to early 90s, aren't we? 
You know, like when Leeds made awful signings, it almost feels like that. We're kind of in that position where it's like, with a big club, we should be getting the best, but we're not getting the players that we need. We're getting the players who just seem to cover the ranks. I mean, you look at who we've signed. I mean, let's be honest, Roberts, can I just point out, Roberts is awful. I'm sorry, guys. If anybody listening who's a friend of his, I do apologise. But my God, he's one of the worst players I've ever seen put on a blue and amber shirt. He's so poor. Defensively poor. And he gets scared when anyone runs at him. I mean, it's all things like that. We need to get this club back to... We need to, Our recruitment needs to be players who want to come and play for the club who are actually good. We shouldn't be going for youth. That's not That, for me, shouldn't work. It shouldn't be like that. So did we did we sign five players this off season? McDonald, Nene, Ruan, Hooli, Sangare. Have I missed anyone there? Roberts, Roberts, Roberts. So that's Rowan Smith there, Reese, Mac- James McDonald. If, if they're his, I'm assuming they're his signings because I, I don't. I mean, if, I think if, the I only mean, one that may may not be him is possibly Sangare. I think that was announced, but the rest I would say that our Rowan's are he had a part to play in that. If that's the kind of and and. I do understand how the cat works and he doesn't have the, the kind of flexibility that he has or potentially has into, or we have as leads as a club in 2024. But those, is it, what I'm trying to say is, would you trust Rowan to kind of... I mean, it's Olfert's the Atlas as well. I'm not sure you mentioned Olfert's as well. Just looking at no, the comments right. from Correct. Rob yes. and was. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got Cruz leaving in this as well. The Sony, obviously, in that as well. Mm. But, I mean, you've got good players in there. McDonald has been... Majoritively good. Yeah. Um, McDonnell has, I think, has been brilliant. Yeah, um, excellent. And I think he's an absolute find. It's difficult to judge Leon Ruin because I've only seen him in for 40, 50 minutes today. Mm. Um, so, but, and he's only 19. So, but I liked what I saw from Leon Ruin today. Um, obviously, Lasone's been injured now for quite a bit. Um, but if, if there's, more, oh, I don't know, because Robert. I mean, Roberts hasn't looked great either. I mean, I saw Roberts play for Bradford against Keith, and that was bad. Um, and yes, it was limited. But would I not have signed three of those youngsters to keep Liam Sutcliffe? I'd have kept Liam Sutcliffe any day. Now, especially with the, the shortage of injuries we got now. Just look at look. Just look at the fucking state of this club. Uh, we are we are crying now. We want Liam Sutcliffe back. What's I'm happened? Not crying to out that we want. What's him, but it's just, it's just a decision. We want and Sutcliffe back. It's not that I want Liam. So he was a good back, player. Just, so it was it, class for us. But uh, there was someone. Someone put a comment on earlier. I need to see if I can find it. It was Rob C. Who said somewhere on the Gold Coast, Cruz Leeming is dot 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 pissing himself. <laughs> yeah. Cruz Leeming's ready to write update his statement on Instagram going, told you so. Come back, Cruz. All is forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's, he's I mean, because we've done our usual and we've just got onto a general rant about here and there and everything. It, I think today, again, as the same as last week, not having a captain on the field, oh, a designated yeah. captain we- on the field is letting us down. He, Rowan is the coach of the club. He chooses his squad, he chooses his team selection, but he also chooses his captain. He delegates that leadership from him to a player on the field. And when you're delegating that responsibility to a captain or that responsibility of captaincy to a player to represent you and what you stand for on that pitch, you're empowering a player to be captain. You're empowering a player to lead on that field. And yes, people should do that on their own. You know, I would be hoping really that people like Blake Austin, Cam Smith, 
Aletsky would be empowering themselves and making that decision to lead from the front today and putting everyone, you know, when that try got conceded by us towards the end from Wakefield, someone should have got them all and said, we are not losing today. But there was nothing of that. It's it, we, We've spoke about the captaincy issue, the, cap, the captain or lack of captain for the whole season on the, on this podcast. It's now or never lost. In it, it, it's it's now he Rowan whoever the club have to appoint a captain <clears> this week to say right it's Cam Smith he is the Leeds Rhinos captain I think doing that and I'll come to you Laurie in a second I think if the club do that this week and say right Cam Smith's captain instantly that feels like they are trying to address something straight away to say right we were wrong and you can hold your hands up and be wrong you know everyone everyone's been wrong before. Hold your hands up, say, we've got this wrong. Cam is the captain. Do you think that would be a good starting point to try to turn this shit show of a season round, Laurie? I think it would help. I don't think mm. it would be the big be-all and end-all, mm. but we need leadership. We have to have leadership because last few weeks, there's been nobody. Newcastle last week, there was nobody there. There was a, All right, maybe that's a bit harsh. There was Austin a couple of times giving it the old, you know, come on. But... There was nobody leading from the front. There's nobody going, right, you next to charge ball and you do that or, you know, keep tight at that side. There was nothing. And I just think, personally, we need that captain, like, now, literally, get Cam Smith and say, we're going to appoint you now, mid-season, you are the full captain. This experiment has fucked up. It really has. In some regards, you could say it's fucked up those... Sorry for using the F word. Sorry, anyone watching. First time I've ever heard Laurie swear on here. <laughs> it really has fucked up this season. And I'm not joking. You need leadership. You look at Saints. They have a leader. They know who's in charge. They know what that person wants. What does that team, what, what, what do we want? You know, we've got nobody who is leading from the front because there's not been told anyone. Or if there has, it's Ash Anley on the wing. No offence to Ash. Great player, but you can't have a winger as your captain. Are we now in a position, Reese, where... Similar to when did we parachute Rob Lewin and have a mid-season reshuffle with Sean Lunt and 2019? Are we now in that? Are, are we too knee-jerk or are we now in the stage where to kind of revitalise this season? Kind of like last year when we parachuted Zach in and we made it to a grand final. Are we? Is it now, are we at the stage now or beyond the stage where we seriously need to be looking at bringing someone in to try and save this season? On the field, I mean, not we've talked about off the field with the coach. What about on the field, Reese? I'm not sure the season can be saved. I know it's not too dissimilar from where we were last year. Um, I just think the Super League table is a different table this year in that teams are just beating each other all the time. Mm. Um, you know, Luke's put in the comments that it's not necessarily the captain we need, it's the halfback that calls the plays. And, and as I was, me and you were ranting about today at the game, the players were taking the ball, stood still. They weren't running onto the ball. There wasn't a halfback taking the place. Blake got caught on fifth tackle because it went to Cam and went to him uh, on the kick. And piss me off. if we are going to bring, if we are going to bring someone in now, it, it almost it's almost kind of like if you're going to bring someone in, you're doubling down on Rowan Smith. I think. Mm. What would you bring in? Well, I don't know who we can bring in. That's the thing. But if they if they no. were going to bring if they, if there was a halfback available, that they're going to do it. I, I think they're going. Yeah, but, the squad have so, got two weeks now off, or they've got a week off the week break. We have a Rob, proper team. Rob, in. We get in the room. We're, we're double down. We're double downing on Rowan, and also we're bringing someone in to help. Rob Louis wasn't available, was he? He wasn't. He he had 
What a year, two years left at Salford. The club kind of said, "Look who you've look who you've brought into the chat by bringing up Rob Louis." Don't, don't mention it. You're talking mad. I haven't seen you for ages, man. You know what? I think we almost went the whole year without mentioning him. We um, did. Rob Louis wasn't available. He wasn't, he wasn't on the market. He was at Salford. So can't we just do that again? Can't we just say, right? We're in dire straits here. We need a halfback. Let's go and weaken. I don't know. Uh, one of the other side. Who's going to want to join us? Like they're going to watch the highlights on that and go. Christ, Rob Lewis joined us. I've got a job. I'm kind of. I've kind of painted Rob Lewis as this amazing hero <laughs> that <laughs> that came Brody to Croft, us, saved us from really Come to us now. Yeah, but he's not. Why is he going to come when they're self yeah, for the two happened. points off the top of the table? Leeds Heck, have yeah. to sort their own mess out. But if you're going to bring someone in, you're double downing on. You're double downing on Rowan and saying he's our guy for the rest of the season. I think anyway. That's my opinion. Um, so. I, I I think part go on Eddie because I'm going to go on a different tangent in a minute. I'm going yeah you go first then I'll go. I, I, I think we're both going in different directions. Because <laughs> when someone's put, have you seen Rowan's interview? It was was Broadus putting. Have you seen yeah. Rowan's interview? He felt he didn't sound great to be honest. He, he's, he's hurting. Sounded, he's hurting. Really he is hurting. hurting. I completely understand that. And but I don't. I just don't see any answers. And that's not helping me. Like I, I need, I need him to come out and go. That was dreadful. I take my responsibility as that. That won't happen again. And in that, not might appease everyone, but I just don't see any responsibility. But he, I mean, I used despondent when I was asked about how I was, and I, he was despondent in that press conference that, today. And I, and as you, as you would be, no one likes losing. But part of me wonders if he thinks it's the end. He was, yeah. and and it, it, he was hurting, and. I agree with you, Reese. I didn't like some of the stuff he said. I thought it was bullshit, to be honest. Thought a lot of it was bullshit. You know, came out with some cliches about Wakefield, and no, I wouldn't. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have mentioned Wakefield today. No disrespect to Wakefield, but he shouldn't have said. He shouldn't have tried to do that usual spiel of "Oh, Wakefield have been fighting." No, Wakefield have been dreadful, Mister Smith. They've been absolutely appalling. Shouldn't have mentioned them. Should have focused on us. And he should have criticised us more and and laid bare just how bad that performance was, you know, against 12 men. Um, if I kind of mentioned it earlier about are we in a worse position than where we, than where we were with Agar? When we were look when we sacked Agar, we were looking for a coach, Laurie. There were rumours that we were after Shane Flanagan, and he kind of said no. Paul Green no longer with us, but another another one who kind of said no. So if they were turning us down then and we were to sack Rowan, are we not in a similar position again, kind of like, right, where are we going to find a coach? Oh, 100%. And then what happens in a year's time or so if that coach ends up not doing everything with a squad that he's got? Exactly. He's going to yeah. inherit a squad that, you know, he's going to have to do another rebuild. It We're, in, we're getting into a loop which also, like, we're getting into a, a loop where the club just doesn't know how to get out of an endless circle. And I already feel like we're kind of, I know it sounds awful to say, but we're almost, we don't know what we're doing as a club. I think, and I'm going to say this really bad then, it's going to hurt people, but I think we've spent so much time focused on Headingley Rugby Stadium, building it up and knocking down the South Stand and everything. We've taken our eyes so far off the people that play on that pitch. You know, we've almost lost that sense of what we're doing. You know, we've focused so much on the club itself and, 
building up uh, match day experience as a club. I'm not necessarily talking about the coaching here. This is about the club in general. I feel that we haven't focused on enough on what's on the park. And I feel that we're just starting to get to a bit of a cycle here, which is not a good way. It's, it's a nasty cycle, isn't it? Because it could it could just continue. Do you agree, though? Do you agree? Yeah, I do, because it's... it, And I, I think we're in a worse position now because I don't... Tr- I think... I, I, I just... Again, I just don't know who else is out there to go for. Yeah. And it, would, I, would I trust... You know, if we get rid of Rowan, would I trust Chev and Scott Griggs? I'd probably trust Chev because it's Chev Walker and it's Lee's Rhino's name, but really is that the best option for us to take to to cover? I mean, people that are uh, on listening on YouTube now were asking in the comments who should be our head coach if it's not Rowan. So please make some comments and suggestions because I'm really struggling. You know, some of the names that were linked last time, Danny Ward was one, Sean Wayne was another, Anthony Seabold was one, Danny Maguire was one that was mentioned, Shane Flanagan, <laughs> Ryan Carr, you know. I just Danny Mags has come up straight, but again, Danny's not head. He's not been a head coach. Where's the bell rings? Come on! Oh, hang on, I don't know where it is. Like, I'm just not ready for this. <laughs> this I was that busy making sure I ordered my Chinese before. I said that was in bits. I mean, I said to you guys earlier, Danny Maguire could be a, a shout, but it's a very risky shout. Is the best but... shout there is. The the, <sighs> the man to turn us around. Give him give him anything he wants. But he'll do it. Again, Reese is like... rummaging for that bell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, so, I, don't... I mean, someone's saying would Danny McGuire bring in Danny McGuire alongside Rowan's good. I I don't think Danny would want to come in for an assistant job. He is an assistant right now in a successful yeah. Hall KR side. Oh, hand of the gun for the weekend. Um, you got two people saying uh, Sean Wayne. Um. I'm not quite sure, personally. No, no chance. I reckon. I, I also know that Sean Wayne wouldn't stand for that attitude. No, you know, in in terms of drilling that. Um, so Luke Lennox has said, um, "Go old money, go out all out, and pay Trent Robinson." Yes. Um, so, so yeah, but I mean, my, my, the reason why I said I'm not sure that the club will sack. Gary, uh, Gary, um, Gary. He, he can't sack himself, <laughs> can he? He won't Hi, sack Gary. Rowan. Hi, is, gave me three and a half <laughs> a deal. And do you, part of me, and I don't know where this thought train has come from, is that they just don't, probably don't want to be paying off another coach. Yeah. And that's the vicious cycle that Laurie's talking about. If it doesn't work in a year's time with all that cap space, do we get rid of another coach, pay them off? So that's can sack with Rowan. Because if you think about it, how many of the other top Super League clubs do that? I think no, not many. And they don't do it mid-season, and that's what no, that's many. an issue that we're now in because it's like Darrell Powell. We... Yeah. I mean, they could have sacked Darrell Powell last yeah, year yeah. at yeah. Warrington. We had a sack race. We had a weekly sack race, thinking Darrell Powell will get sacked, and then first game of the season, they put forty points in us. Yeah, but do you reckon? I mean, honest to God, guys, do you reckon that Smith will be there for the opening game of next season? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you see, I, I personally, I don't think he will be. But you never know. No, I, mean, no, I, I do. As I said at the start of the pod, I do think he will be sacked. I don't. I did maybe not as soon as this evening, but probably this, probably tomorrow. You know, kind of that they'll they'll they'll, they'll bite the bullet and so to speak and pull the trigger on him. Um, Michael McGuire, <laughs> another coach, has just been mentioned in the comments. That would be a good appointment. But cool. I'm not sure. He's head coach. Is he? Where is he? Where is he now? Oh, he's New Zealand head coach. Yeah, yeah, he is. 
for those that have listened to the podcast before when Laurie's on, it is eight o'clock and therefore the ice cream van has turned up. <laughs> That's making it match of the day theme tune. I swear, every time I can't, you know. On ah, to sorry, Ryan's made a very good point. We need to pay Danny Maguire's simply kebab bill and we'll have him. It's as simple as that, Ryan. Yeah, as simple, simple as that. that. Good shout, Ryan. Perfect shout. Good shout, Ryan. Right. That's Rowan Smith. I'm sure it'll sure that'll come up again. This is the match review panel for <laughs> Wakefield versus Leeds. Um, in true Lockpod style, gentlemen, positives. I've got Leon Ruin, debut, try, performed well. And the weather, it was an absolute gorgeous day. And the attendance was um, looked very, very healthy. Any others, Reese, from you in terms of positives? No, well, I thought Leon Ruin was good, obviously. He- he took his try well. I, I thought he put some good shots in defence as well, didn't Leon? It was really nice. Mm-hmm. We've been wanting to see him for a while. I didn't see him in pre-season. Yes, so. we have. Um, I really, really pre see Leon, uh, Leon have a game and he looked really good. Um, yeah, the crowd was good. You know, probably the biggest away attendance this year. I know people have known about that. Obviously, it's not far. Um, the sun. Um, so, uh, that was that was another one. Uh, and obviously, again, just to drop the other name-dropping thing, being on BBC Radio Leeds for uh, the yeah, game twice, with twice. a proper headset and microphone. I had to get taught how to use the microphone because it's called, I can't remember it's but it has to touch your lip. And it was, I, yeah, I, I really want to be a commentator now. Like, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, James Dayton, if you are listening, but probably not, but I'll message you anyway. Happy to commentate going forward. That's fine. James Especially Dayton, if you are James Dayton, if you are listening, uh, Reed is trying to take your job. <laughs> yeah, even, look, even if you just need an assistant for the, if you want me to do the preview live, stats at man, Catal- oh, Catalan yeah. away, I'll do it. I'll go to Catalan. BBC Radio Leeds, official stats man. That would be. A, a great but yeah, start, I, there wasn't many other positives. I think that other than you mentioned, it was my first visit to um, Bellevue as well. I've not been what? before. So, yeah. Laurie, positives. You got any? Um, he didn't go. It was, a, it was a pleasure to turn the radio off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, should, should we talk about that, Eddie? It, and I, it is the first time, the first time in for God knows how long, I have left a sports game before it finished. Wow. Okay, that's bad. I was, I, I, to be fair, I thought Lottie actually left with 10 minutes gone, as in 10 minutes. <laughs> No, he, just, he just walked off, but he went for a pee. But yeah, <laughs> so your positive, Laurie, is that you? We were trying to get you to come, and you didn't come. So there you I go. know. I do apologise. I've been. Uh, I'm having to save some money this month, so I'm having to cut down a bit. So that was one of them. Onto the game, and I felt that it was going to be one of those games. He says, when Blake Austin broke through for a certain try and just decided to drop the ball. Just decided, I don't need to carry this anymore. I'll just drop it. And then when we did, when we did score, pretty much directly under the sticks, Reese Martin fucking missed. Hit the post. And I was kind of saying to Reese at the time, like, it's just developing into, we, I really hope it doesn't turn into one of those games. Um, and then, oh, positive. Alensky stepping the fullback. Yes. That was a positive. I thought we were on to I thought we were gonna win 16 at that point. Alensky yeah. just stepped the full back about right. Beautiful Polish it be cracker. <laughs> it was gone. I mean that would have been yeah, the season, you know, high point. It, not, not 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 like just like a, a rubbish step that went wrong. It was a proper step proper. that completely yeah, wrong footed yeah. the fullback. So beautiful that the prop forward union will be in touch with him, giving him a fine yeah. for making <laughs> that run. Um what are I gonna say now? And then Blake Austin, as Reece said earlier, kick, 
yeah, Blake Austin kicked the ball out on the full from um, from a dropout. Nene knock on, Roberts knock on towards the end. But even even seeing all of that, the real point of the game where it's exactly the same as Castleford when we went up by ten points and we should have won. When I can't remember the name of the Wakefield player who just decided to pick up Richie Myler by his ankles and drop him directly onto um, his he's head. On he's on trial, isn't he? It was a yeah, red not card. Anymore. Not, not anymore. He it was, was on trial. Blatant red card in the history of the game. From that moment, we should win this game, shouldn't we, Laurie? We're playing yeah. Wakefield. For fuck's sake, we're playing Wakefield. They're crap. No matter who's playing for us, when they're down to 12 men, we should look at that and go, we should be winning this by at least 20 points. Yeah, because instantly you've got that mindset of, hang on, they're player down here. We should be absolutely taking him to town. And yet, we didn't take advantage of this. It's like, again, that goes down to the captain. That goes down to having somebody on the pitch. There should be somebody leading them going, lads, they're down a player here due to a silly incident. Let's make, let's get them. Let's make sure that they suffer and we take control. The, the, the game was could have been won in the first 20 minutes. We had four sets yeah. where we dropped the ball on our on four sets. One was when uh, we broke Aledsky broke through. One was when Austin yeah. just dropped it. I don't know what he did. Yeah. He, just let, he just seemed to let go of the ball. Liam Tyndall dropped one on a carry, and then I think Nene dropped one when he was in down the touchline as corner, well. Yeah. I think that's oh, really so in the first twenty minutes, they all happened. In also in that, there was a fifth set where we ran it on the fifth, pass it to Oledsky on our own 35-40 meter line, and they got the ball on our 35-40 meter line. So all those mistakes that we meant that Wakeford constantly had the better territory than us. Um, Reese Martin in the second half got fucked over in the kick kickoff twice. Twice. I've never seen just, that. Just absolutely deplorable, both of those kickoffs. I'm sorry. I know Reese is a great player, and I watch lyrical about him, and I, I probably will in future, but... For those two players, and I meant I said this word earlier, just pathetic, absolutely yes. pathetic. The first time, the first time, it's the kickoff going short towards his his edge, and he kind of makes a play it low with his hands and knocks it on. And I was kind of saying to Reese at the time, if it's that low that you're going down to the floor, your elbows touching the floor, just trap it with your foot. Sorry, that was a mistaken bell. Just trap it with your foot, pick it up, run with it, pass it. So straight away, I'm thinking, that is such a bad... But the fucking second one, the kick to him again, it just bounced past him. And I just think, oh, I know he's a good player. I'm not... But those two decisions... It, there's moments in these type of games, these awful games, that they just sum it up instantly. And you get to the point where you're just like, of course. Yes. Isn't that just a confidence? Of knocked it on. Isn't this I, just a... I don't know. I don't know, Louis, because it's it's. I don't know <laughs> to be honest, but I, I I I I've never seen that in a rugby game. I'm not I've seen the odd thing where the ball, the kick off in terms of going out for, and then you get the opposite team get the ball. I hadn't seen it twice. You may have in, seen it from, once like, in a from game. two kickoffs in a row. Um, so it was just, yeah, it was just. And it, it, the second one, he seemed to have stood. He stood back a bit further to counter it, and they just targeted him and did it. Um, so the second half, there wasn't a lot to shout about. I mean, Blake's try was great, but again, it was individual brilliance. His handoff on the fullback was a was a stunning oh, really? handoff. Yeah. Um, 
He kicked a good 40-20 as well, didn't he? He kicked a good 40-20 for the set, you know, in that, and I thought, right, you, me, me and you looked at each other, right, that's a leader, that's someone stepping up, taking control yeah. of the game. And then, yeah. and for, but then it kind of came to, my, my reflection then came to, for every shit thing Austin does, he'll do a really good thing as well. And yeah. but it, they just didn't, they just didn't balance out. Um, Daniel Gittos has got another pol- a positive, by the way. We can't lose next week. That's, that's a good true. positive. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <clears throat> good point, Gittos. Gittos? Uh, Ryan Hartley says in the YouTube comments, when was the last top-class sign in Banner Rhinos? Danny Buderas. <sighs> Jack Hinchcliffe is saying Moon, Joel Moon. Joel Moon was awesome. Um, it's not far wrong. I mean, you, you, that team today. Probably Joel Moon. Uh, what, who would you like? Would if you were going to on that performance today? I know, Laurie, it's difficult for you because you weren't there. But if I was going to give, I couldn't. I don't think I could give one of them a lifetime deal. Like if I was going to give a player from today that played today, a lifetime Jared, deal. Reese, Jared. I know he's been on the pod. I know he's been on the podcast. <laughs> but then uh, I'm, I'm, I even mentioned we missed Dwyer today. Um, but. We had no one in... See the depth. See what you've done to us, Leeds Rhinos. We're missing Liam Sutcliffe and Brad Dwyer. What the fuck have you done to us, Leeds Rhinos? How have you raised that name? You've broken him. Do you know what you've done? Remember, you've broken I used... Down. forgotten about him. I used the word despondent, and that is where I'm at. Um, but yeah, that second half, I just don't think... I, I, I mean, Eddie, I've asked you. I, I, I didn't think at any point that second half, even when that guy got sent off, for which was an incredible incident because he didn't have the ball. But let's put, just talk about the red card away. He was the ball carrier. Yeah. Oh, Not yes. Myler. He, had he the ball. was the ball carrier. And he managed to flip him a full 360 on the floor, which I'm still trying to work out how it happened. <laughs> um, anyway, his, tri- his trial will be ending, whoever he was. Um, but He'll be going just... on trial for GBH next. <laughs> oh, sign for Catalan, won't he? Um, <laughs> but I, I never thought in the second half that we would win. we would win that game. I was never it confident. Would... It would kind of like we've said at, at points this year when we've gone a man down, it's galvanized us and we've somehow managed to win. That happened to Wakefield today. When that, when that, I can't remember his name, when that fella got sent off for dumping Milo on his head, it galvanized them. And then Hanley got sent off for a stupid trip, uh, uh bin, sorry. And they, they they grew into the game from what that. What Galvez was when we got the ball from the red and we dropped it in their half after yeah. it. And everything, you know, the crowd were getting with them and the momentum were with them. And we never seemed to to grow into it. So we were so poor in the moments after the red card. I don't, we've kind of said before how the South Stand and Headingley at times this year has pulled this side up with. Us as fans have grabbed this this team by the back of its shirt and physically pulled it off and said, no, you're not stopping playing. We want you to win this game. We're going to drag you across the line. There were points, we were so poor today. I don't even think if it was at home, we could have done anything about it. That The reflection I, mean, I got from the players was so diabolical. I don't even think the head in the crowd could have done anything about that. There was, I think that is probably measured by some of the chance that we heard behind us today. Because when Wakeford went 24 14 up, the, the difference in the reaction between the fans was that from the when they went 4 to 8, it was 18 14 up. The fans were trying to rake them on and bring them on. 
And then 24-14, it was, you're not fit to wear the shirt. That's where it I came out. That. And Rowan Smith was right behind us. He was literally right there. So, And there were, and there were chance towards him as well. But I, at no point in that second half did I think we, we were going to win it. You could odd, you could hear that on Radio Leeds, that chant. It was so obvious. A couple more comments on what player, uh, what, who's the best player we've signed since Danny Buderas. Bradley says Cuthbertson. I yeah. agree with that. He was yeah. belting signing that. What year did we sign Cuthbertson? 2015. Four. 14, 14. 15. Yeah. I it was 15 when, he, when we won treble. That was his first year, wasn't it? He wasn't there in 14, uh, was he? No, he won't. No, you're right. 15. 15, he came in and brought... Yeah, I think I think Brad's got it. I think Brad's got it right. Unless anyone can think think of anyone after... Excuse me. Adam Cuthbertson. amazing. That, that first year... He was oh. absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Completely changed how we play. And to be to be fair, completely changed how we played and won us the treble. Can I just play. raise a point as well about today? Gosh, can. can we fucking bin that shirt? I never want to see that <laughs> you shirt. You bought it. I know. I, you I, I swear to God, I never, ever, ever want to see us playing that shirt ever. Yeah, let's play in the shirt. Come on. <laughs> That crap pink shirt that never helps. Pink and white. I swear too. that shirt needs binning. It got we, we wore it and got owned by Castleford, and we've owned it. Uh, well, good. and then today, just bin it. Never wear that shirt. Just flog it. Put it on the fire. I understand why they wore it today because of the heat. Um, but I don't know how many errors. I'd be interested to see how many errors I did today. I'd feel a bit lost without my stats. To be honest, like it's like my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> But I do wonder how many errors we made today. Like, you, you can't, like, you know, a wet, windy night in February in Headingley or, or in Hull KR, you're going to have dropped the ball. I know there might be a bit of sweat on the body because it was warm. I mean, you'd have struggled, Laura, today. I was sat in the garden for a bit and it was lovely. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, someone was asking whether chance, were, were fans chanting swear words towards the players. I didn't feel any individual ones to sort of some players, but there was definitely... You're not fit to wear the shirt towards the end. But Ollie Warman says this team is so frustrating to watch. If you look at our one, six, and seven, it wouldn't make the top six. Those areas need investing heavily. I think we all agree with that. And I think we have to do something about it now with a with a with, with looking to the future, but bringing someone in now just to kind of as a the, the two things I do straight away. Tomorrow, I would say, right, this is the captain. Sorry, we got it wrong. Here's the captain. That's I think, the you, first need to, I think you need to do something before that. I think you need to come out and say, someone needs to come out and say, this hasn't been acceptable. Yes. We understand that yes. and we are sorry. This yes. is now what we are doing or this is what we've done. You know, we're back. Either it's, we've got rid of Rowan and we're doing this or yes. we're backing Rowan and this is what and we're doing. doing this. Yes, I agree. So that would be the first thing, a statement, which I'm, Fairly adamant we are going to get. And then... You mean a 6am, 15% off the pink shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we should give that away. <clears throat> and then announce the captain, say, right, this is Cam this is whoever, captain. So the straight away, us as fans are thinking, right. It, it, it's small, minor details, don't get me wrong, but it's something. And then I would, in that statement, I would genuinely say something that we are in the process of... Looking for a signing along something along those lines to say, right? I, they must have announced some. Gary Arrington loves being quiet about this stuff. Leeds have always been quiet about signings. If you're going to announce one, now's the time to do it. If you've got any of them, yeah. deal. We need some it. love. 
We need and if that is a Donaldson a new one year contract, don't announce it. If it is Luke <laughs> Brooks, but it won't be, do announce it. If I'm them, I'm going after Lachlan Lamb or Brody Croft. Yeah, just bring one in. Just just go and sign them. And it, you, but you you need to make a signing where you say, right, we've brought them in now, but it's it's for the next three years. You know, it's not just someone for this year. They say, yeah, that or someone to get us through this year. We need someone to say, right, that's us. A statement signing to say that's not just for 2023, it's for 2023 and beyond. But it's easier said than done. Who do we right? Do we either go for a one, six, or seven as our first crucial signing? Seven, a halfback, yeah, a six or a seven, just whoever one of those is a minimum for, for now. I reckon. I don't know if people in the comments agree with that. Let us know. I think we need a halfback now. If now, for instance, I mentioned this earlier. We don't know about Jacksonfield because we just know he didn't play today. If it's his A levels, or still they're still worried about him being off the back of his concussion because it took Morgan ages, which is the right thing to do if you ask me. Or if they don't trust him or whatever, but we need someone in the halves. Austin blows hot and cold. There is a decent player in there for the rest of this year. There's no way I'd take him beyond that beyond this year. Um, so if he had someone to compliment him better than what we've currently got, I reckon we'd get some more wins. Would you agree with that? <laughs> I, I, think uh, well, I think the reality is we're not going to bring someone back in by the time we play Huddersfield. Now, the good, the good thing about Huddersfield is in there in absolute shit state. Why don't we take Jake Connor? No, oh, we talked geez. about this. We talked about this. I was throwing my season ticket on the pitch if we talked Jake Connor. Um, who's being dropped by Huddersfield, by the way. Yeah. Are um, we, here's the question, are we now in a position where we should get Jake Connor on loan? No. To play halves? I'd rather, bring, I'd rather bring Lola Hayer back. Can I just put out, are we in a position where we're actually that picky? Generally, what? are we that picky? Because if, let's be honest. If it's the, exactly, if it's a choice of yeah, Myler Austin or Connor Austin, what would people prefer? Uh, season Austin. Not, no, uh, no, hang on. No, Sinfield Austin. That was an option he gave. That's where I'm going. Graham has just said, now I'm a bit concerned how Graham knows the specific date. But Graham has said, Jack has his last A level on the 20th of June. So he needs to play against the Giants. Right. Well, it can how get he knows the date, I don't know. That's um, a player. say, yeah. And Graham, if you do know the Sinfield family, uh, we would like to interview Kevin on this podcast. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't think we're going to bring someone in. I don't, I don't think we will. I do. I think but I, I'm not well. sure what's going to change who or how. But we we have to bring someone in. Something it's has to change imperative. before Huddersfield. Yeah, has to. Either we're admission in. of we're being shit and we're doing X, Y, and Z, or we're starting again. Yeah, one or the other. Anything else on this Wakefield game? No. Um, I. Do feel there is a slight metaphor for the fact that to get to the ground, I had to walk through a cemetery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. And <laughs> walking back through that cemetery and still hearing what was going on at the ground after I left early, because quite frankly, the will haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> it, no, well, they didn't deserve me to stay. I don't cut my ass watching it anymore. Um, after I paid 25 quid, they can give me 25 quid back and might stay. Um, but yeah, there was a slight metaphor in that cemetery having to walk through that twice today because walking through that cemetery today and after the game felt like this is where the season can be officially buried. 
Man of the match, Reese. <laughs> do you know? Do you know who? What actually? We haven't mentioned this. Simon Kendall was <laughs> getting Chris some Kendall. Shit. Chris Kendall. Simon Kendall. Oh, he's one of our people. Yeah. Chris Kendall was getting some shit, and oh. after he sent off, or was part of the reason that the Wakefield player got sent off. A lot of these fans went, we love you, Kendall. And he smiled and had a laugh. So um, I quite like that moment, but he's not a man. Laurie loves Chris Kendall. <laughs> <He does. laughs> I've actually warmed to him slightly. Um, I think Leon Ruin deserves a shout. Correct. Laurie? Yeah, I mean, for an impact on his debut, I think, well, that's the highlight in it, let's be honest. That's it. Leon Ruin. Congratulations on your debut. Congratulations on your try. You are the Lockpod man of the match. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. He looks a unit. He looks young and he looks full of potential. So we've been shit for two week, two games now. So looking ahead to Huddersfield, we've now we don't play this weekend as we record this. We play next time we play is Huddersfield is on the 23rd of June, which is a very, very special day. Do you think now in terms of the squad? Of Rowan of Leeds Rhinos, Reese. Do you think how do you think we should approach these? And again, I'm saying these two defeats, because to me, I know the, I know today the weight result is just absolutely horrific. But do you think they should dwell on this? Do you think Rowan, do you think the club should get them in, train them, drill them, study it, break them up and say, right, why is this happening? Or do you think they're going to the softer approach of being like, right, take your head away from it. You all deserve a couple of days off and then we'll come back in and we'll we'll do a soft reset. No, how, how do you no, think absolutely do not. Turn into the skid. Yeah. Turn into in. the skid and 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 go straight into it. They don't they don't they're not sure they deserve the time off and they will get time off over the period because they've got mm. we're not going to ask them to train every day. But they have to be in they have to turn into the skid. They need to have an emergency meeting between themselves and talk about what the hell is going on and sort it out, quite frankly. So turn into the skid uh, and, and do it and, you know, say, we can't allow this to continue. What are we going to do about it? I'll do you tell you what, that, Laurie? Yeah, there will be no holidays for me. They'll be running up Roundy Park every bloody day. Um, get them get them training. Get them as a unit to be working as a unit. I know it's easier said than done, and it it's awkward, but you've got to get that spirit back somehow and you've got to get them working as a unit. Like Ray said, get them in a meeting to what the f- is going on. Let's work at it. Let's, you know, get all the bad blood out and then let's get back on that training field. You can't be, I'd even say to them, look, we'll even have a game against C8 under 18s or whatever, you know, like a, a, not a full contact game, but you know, a match like that, just get them out there. Because- that, that wouldn't be no good, Laurie. They'd get beat. <laughs> Oh, they get another injury, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, saying who anyone who didn't play the weight today shouldn't get picked. We'd have no one left, Ginny. <laughs> no one left. I'd love to pick the 18s. No, but I, what something that I do think that should happen that I kind of touched on earlier is it, it should be known now the players that aren't playing for the foreseeable or for Huddersfield at the bare minimum should be aware now. Should say right, whoever you are not, you're not playing next week. You're not playing next week. You're not playing. You are, you are, and you are. And you say, right, from this moment, from the training, from tomorrow, whenever, you know you're playing. We have to we have to break this up. We have to smash it up. We have to do a soft reset and start again and train them all for the next week or so 
It's a great opportunity. The the two-week break is actually a really good opportunity to to reset a lot of things, uh, whether it's mentally, physically, and everything else. So, you know, if if Rowan is to stay, then you have to make the most of that break because it's the perfect time for this break to come. If Rowan is to stay, we don't know if he is. A person that I think he will be sacked, if he is to stay, are the club... Should the club say right, Huddersfield is it's the last stop. You've got one, you've got one ticket here on this train. Beat Huddersfield, we we continue the cycle. But then does that become kind of short termism? How do you see it, Laurie? Do you think Huddersfield? You kind of mentioned it earlier. Do you think Huddersfield is his last game potentially? I would say you, if you're Heverington and Caddick and everything, you get rolling in a meeting and say, look, this is it. If you fuck this up, you're out. You know, you've got to you've got to be brutally honest because for them, they need to finish the season high as possible, don't they? And the way we're going now, we're going down rather than anywhere even in near the playoffs. So it's almost like this has to be set out. You have to say to him, you've got to get the team ready and you've got to win this game. Because if you don't, bye-bye. You know, you you can't play, you know, nice and friendly here. You've got to say this is it. Win or you you've gone. Is it as simple as that, Reese? In that he has the Huddersfield game because even if we win the Huddersfield game, I can't remember who we play after. But if we lose that one, are we not still in this same like? What are we doing with this guy? Is he staying? Is he going? We should have sacked him after Wakefield. What? It, there seems to be a lot in limbo here. You either back him, yeah, or you don't. Yeah, make your decision now. You've got enough evidence now to make your decision. You've got a year of game time, both of when we got to the grand final and what we've seen here and so far this season. You've got enough evidence to make a decision to make, to, and make the decision and stick to your decision. We've got after Huddersfield, we've got Warrington away, Salford away, KR at home, Saints uh, away. I mean, they're all, other than Giants, they're all in the top six, aren't they? Or Hull KR slightly out. Hull KR slightly out. But Hockey are a good team, man. But I know the struggle of injuries at the moment. So make a decision and back yourself. Back yourself and back your decision. So yeah, yeah. I think don't fanny about don't fanny about of it because it doesn't help Rowan playing week to week. Yeah, doesn't doesn't help him as an individual. Say, look, knowing that you you you've either got his back until the end of the season. Yeah, or you 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 haven't got it and you get rid of it now. It's a good point. point. It is a good point you raise. It makes a great point. It's one or the other. You have a sack him tomorrow, as we as we record this Monday. You sack him on Monday, or you come out. Reese has nailed it, to be honest, and say no. It's Rowan till the end of the year for the foreseeable. Put up or shut up. That's that's how it. That's just how it is. Anything else, gentlemen, or have we come to the end of this? It's not even a therapy session. This one is it. <laughs> It's more of an angry session. No, it was yeah, just an angry session. Get it off. No, your chest just, session. Uh, just, just, yeah. Again, the our best podcasts are when we have we do, we believe it or not, we do actually try to plan what to talk about in here. But the problem is that we just go on several tangents. Um, but no, yeah, I just think yeah, I know a lot of people may may feel the same as we have done. I just wanna, I just wanna win. I'm bored. Well, I'm not bored, I'm gutted. I'm, 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 yeah. Should I don't know about you two, but I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we don't play for a while now. I need today, the last two games, especially today, just so poor and so 
awful and horrific and terrible and putrid. I can't. I I, I need a reset. Did you feel the same? If if we were playing Friday, like uh, Reese said, going to the game today, I wouldn't. I'd be absolutely dreading it. I wouldn't enjoy it. I don't. I don't like it when things get like this with with kind of turmoil. I, I, it doesn't sit well with me. Are you, are you both glad there's a bit of a break now, or would you prefer yeah. to play tomorrow? When I, I realised the car on the way home, I was so happy that there was no game next weekend. <laughs> I was just like, oh god, I'm sick of having to do the pod on the Sunday and be like just having to have an angry rant for an hour and then go to my other half after and go <laughs> I had to yeah ringing her again told you we'd lose yeah I'm looking forward to just having a weekend of no Leeds United no Leeds Rhinos in fact oh, is there yes, anyone no, that can no ring Rhino, is no there anything United that can ruin my weekend next weekend is the ashes on next weekend yeah England uh, okay, that, that, that could ruin my weekend then but other than that nothing else could ruin next weekend potentially do you feel the same laws I mean, to be fair, the fact that I didn't back Wakey at 11 to, 11 to 2 kind of uh, really <laughs> peaked on my bonfire because I was so close to putting 20 quid on. And uh, no, um, but nah, you're right. It's kind of, you kind of getting that feeling, don't you? You know, like when you've had two weekends of getting turned over by the bottom two, it's kind of like, do you want to kick us any further? I feel like a little cat that's been left on the, the side of the street. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, where do we go? What do we do? You know, send an SOS, you know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know what to say. By the time the by the time the lock pod comes back, we'll all be smiling and <laughs> ready to <laughs> review we? the uh, a stone heavier for every Chinese that I've eaten <laughs> since then. Yeah, stuff to fit. We'll be we'll be all back and refreshed and saying, "Oh my god, I told yeah. you we'd beat Huddersfield by forty-two <laughs> <laughs> with Jake Connor at half. Jake Connor at half, half. Like, <laughs> parachuted in to save our season." And it gets an trick up first game. I mean, that would be amazing. We are going to be back. We'll, we'll, we will do something in the window of time now between the Huddersfield Review. We don't know what that is in terms of a podcast, but we'll do something. I think a quiz or a draft or something non-lead rhinos would be what's required for us all to kind of switch off. Laurie, thank you for sharing your emotion with us, Reese. Thank you, as always. Thank you to everybody who watched this live on YouTube to either laugh at us or to uh, share said emotions with us. We're all feeling pretty hurt, but I feel we had a bit of a laugh with it. Um, We will be back shortly with another podcast. Take a deep breath, everyone. We're in it for the long haul. It's what we do, but we're Rhinos for life. See you next time.